Hi gang, you've got Jake here, and on today's episode of Ghostly Activities, I'd like to bring you two stories of mine, personal encounters I had a few years ago. Well, now that I think about it, one was 2010 and one was 2013. So with that, let's talk about my trip to the movie theater. And this happened in January 2010. If you didn't know, I'm from Chicago. I am a city boy. (laughs) And it was just one nondescript day, middle of January, freezing cold. And I went off to AMC River East. Now, I'm going to drop some names here. (laughs) None of these are endorsements, and I could tell you. The movie in question, I probably wouldn't endorse that one (laughs) anyway. But... It was a, I believe, Sunday afternoon. So me and a buddy, essentially, were going to the movies, a matinee, because there was nothing else to do. <laughs> it was like minus five that day, okay? And I went to see a, a big-budget sci-fi flop before it left theaters. And the movie in question, if, uh, if you remember it, John Carter of Mars. And we go to the AMC River East. I think we're in theater one or two. It's one of the two big cavernous movie theaters there. And we were the only ones. (laughs) Uh, I remember sitting down, getting comfortable. Of course, I, I opened up the Facebook, right, to check in because when the movie comes, really... I shut everything off. The phone goes off. I don't want to hear a peep. I'm here for the movie. And considering we had the place to ourselves, I'm going to zone in right on it. So this is about 10 minutes before they start to play the trailers. Um, So it's right before all the lights go down. And so I gave my buddy some money to go get food. It's not like there was going to be a line. (laughs) And about five minutes later, I heard this creaking sound behind me. And I'm thinking, well, there's no one, there's no one in the theater. It's just us. I mean, I looked around and I was sitting approximately in the second row in the balcony part of it, smack dab in the middle. You could pretty much see everyone that came in. They would have to come in either side of you. And I was about to turn around and I felt this hand press down on my shoulder and I couldn't turn around. So I go and I look at the pressure, and this was on my right shoulder, and I could see an elderly lady's hand. She had a pearl bracelet on and really, really liquidy red nail polish. And she pressed down so hard, it kind of pulled me back in my seat, and the seat creaked. And I heard this voice, and it was familiar to me, but it was a bit different. It's not like I couldn't necessarily place it, but I, I knew I knew the person. And the voice said, Stony," which, okay, I'll, I'll give something away. Stony is my, my childhood nickname. I hadn't heard it at that point in a very long time. I, it, it had been years. And the lady said, pick up the phone. When it rings, it's your mother. And do what she asks me to do. Then the pressure lifted, and I just heard something that sounded like, you're always such a good boy, so responsible. And then it felt like someone was petting me down the back of my neck, you know, like as they pull away. And 
They run their fingers along the back of your hair and neck, and then nothing. So my buddy Dave returns, and he's like, who was that behind you? It looked like someone was there for a moment, and then they were gone. And at that time, the lights dimmed, and the trailers were getting ready to start. And I'm going to turn off my phone, and as I'm doing that, it vibrates for an incoming call, and it's my mother. So I pick it up, and she told me my Grandma Jones had just passed away, and that I needed to come home and help with arrangements. And she said, out of all of us, I was the one that would be able to keep it together and just take care of things, and I was the most responsible. So when I go to my grandma's funeral in Ontario, it's my turn to come up to the coffin, and... You know, my grandma's laying there peacefully, and her hands were crossed, of course, and she was wearing a pearl bracelet, and she had liquid red nails. Wow. So, uh, in the second story that I had, (laughs) this one's a bit lighter. I was living in Los Angeles at the time, and this was 2013. I lived in a neighborhood called Los Feliz, which is not far from the Hollywood sign. You're close to the Hollywood Hills. And, well, I was taking a bubble bath. (laughs) I know, I know. I take bubble baths. I'm not afraid to admit to it. However, I don't want ghosts to join me. So (laughs) let's get to it. Uh, It was midday, and it was right around Thanksgiving. Um, I think it was the weekend, Saturday, right after it. And cleaning up the house, I'm taking care of my dogs, slogging through the chores. And I just put on a football game. So being a Midwesterner, it was a Big Ten game. It was Iowa versus Nebraska. I was just like, you know what? I'm kind of beat. The chores are pretty much done. I'm going to take a bubble bath. It's not something I've done or I do regularly. I'm a shower type of guy. And my dog, Wally, who's a German shepherd, he just laid down, you know, on the, ba- you know, the floor mat outside the bath, and he's just hanging out. So I pick up this book called Ghost Worlds by Melba Goodwin, and I'm just, you know, being the ghost hunter. I'm reading. Maybe there's something I can learn here. Maybe there's some new techniques. I'm comfy in the tub. I'm reading a few chapters. In one of the later chapters, Melba wrote about opening yourself up to receiving input from the spirits. And normally, I try not to get involved with psychic exercises. I'm very much a tech reason. Okay, let's talk about that for a minute, right? You're ghost hunting and you're saying reason. Okay, I'm rational. (laughs) So I rest the book uh, on the top of the toilet. Um, It's closed, people. (laughs) So the kind of thing where it's pretty much split in two, kind of, and I rest it down. As I put my head back and close my eyes... I'm like, I'm opening up, I'm asking, okay, spirits, well, if you've got a message for me, or if you're here, you want to talk, communicate, that's cool. Um, I'm just hanging out. It's fine. So things were quiet for like two or three minutes, and the lights flickered. Now, the house I was living in was pretty new, and I had been living in it for about a year. Never had a problem with power. But Wally... He perked up his ears and he gave a little doggy whimper and he stood up, looked around and left the room and then the lights flickered again and I heard a shuffling sound and looked at the book and the book 
sat up fully, stood with spine up, and then it just fell off the toilet. So the whole thing raised up and did a tumble off the toilet. I'm like, okay, I get the kind of thing if it springs back and comes up. But it stood up fully and rolled off. So, you know, I'm jumping up buck naked and sopping wet. <laughs> and I got to tell you, at the time, as a ghost hunter, I was not far from a millimeter. And I grabbed my millimeter. <laughs> it was on my desk just outside the bathroom. And I hit the power switch on and I point it over at the book and the temperature says 60 degrees, it's 72 in the house. And then it died. The whole, the millimeter just shut off dead. And I'm sitting there like, whoa, uh, I'm not used to having spirits randomly follow me, even though I, I do have a couple stories in Chicago about that and more recently here in the Pacific Northwest. And I'm, like, okay, guys, this is cool, but thank you for the message. It's time to cut it off. <laughs> and so I called my buddy, Celine, my ghost hunting partner, Celine. She was back in Chicago, and I went over all the details about what's going on. <laughs> and then I proceeded to consume that book by Melba Goodwood, which I still have, by the way. And that is my little personal encounter <laughs> from Thanksgiving weekend 2013. And with that, gentle listeners, thank you for tuning in to Ghostly Activities. I greatly appreciate it. If you like this po podcast, please go ahead and subscribe, share, tell your friends about it, tell your family about it. They like ghost stuff. Um, I do a lot of ghost stories, so hopefully if they like ghost stories, they'll like the stuff that I've put up. And I want to tell you I've got a new podcast called Monster Bureau. It's fiction. It's in the style of a 1950s radio show or creature feature. And I'm an intrepid reporter, essentially, from the Monster News Bureau, Monster Bureau. And I go researching and talking to people and learning about the monster. So tune in to that if you like it as well. So again, thank you very much. And I'll talk to you again in about two weeks. Take care. <laughs>